and welcome to the 42nd episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. Perspective, even. I am Samantha Blackman, one of your co-hosts. I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Lafayette Indiana, and I can't talk today, uh, where I focus on, among other things, digital humanities and specifically video games. Video games, video games. And I am joined this week, um, as in every podcast weekend, actually for the second time, uh, by my two co-hosts. Uh, Alex Lane and Nicole Marie. Ladies. Oh, uh, what's up, audience? Um, <laughs> my name's Alex Lane. I'm a PhD candidate at Purdue University in rhetoric and composition studying gender in the gaming industry. Boom. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm Nicole Marie. And what did I call myself? Uh, GameStop employee extraordinaire or something. That's right. That's right. Something along those lines. I'm just awesome. I think it just all boils down to that. Well, now you're like a senior manager, right? It's like um, a position of management without management <laughs> to pay. <laughs> oh, please. Well, so that's that's how it works. I don't know. Now I'm called a senior video game advisor. It's very, very intense. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to come stalk you at your store one time, at least one good time. She's when I'm sure she won't be working. Well, I, she I won't know. be. She never is. <laughs> uh, when I'm actually headed back to to visit my family, I'm gonna have to stop by and uh, harass you. And of course, you won't be I'm there. Asshole. You know what? I'm I'm gonna be forced to be there all the time now. Because you're a senior. Yep. Hmm. I see. Says you. Says. <laughs> So yeah, that's me. All right. So uh, here's what's happening, folks. This is the 42nd episode, which we are actually re-recording because the first time we recorded episode 42, it was great. It was wonderful, but it did not record. And that was all my fault um, because I was the one in charge of recording um, and we had no file. So this time we're recording again to do a briefer recap um, and we're recording it on two different machines to make sure that never happens again. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Um, so we'll do a quick recap. Um, we'll go through and everybody will tell us quickly what they were playing, what they were reading, what they were drinking. And then we'll get, we'll get to the meaty part and, and give a recap of our issue of the week last time, uh, that we talked about last time. So, uh, who wants to go first? I think Nicole went first last time. Yeah, I did. I did. I, cause I was so fast about it, cause mm-hmm. I didn't really get to play anything new, cause I'm just so excited for Borderlands Two. I can't contain my excitement. It comes out tomorrow. To yes, I'm so excited. Tonight well, for all the those, hard those cupcakes. People. Yeah, those cupcakes were so tasty. I made Borderlands Two themed cupcakes for our. We had a store meeting last night about the midnight release. And so I made cupcakes to celebrate because I can't contain my excitement about the game. That is the nerdiest thing I've ever heard from you. And you said some nerdy stuff. (laughs) But you know what's also funny about it is I have a friend who works with Gearbox. I think he's just a QA tester, but um, he's like, I'm going to show everyone there because they're going to think this is so awesome. And I was like, yes, please do. I know. wouldn't, Wouldn't that be nice? That would be. It would be. So I played nothing new because I'm excited about Borderlands 2. Like, pee my pants excited. And... <laughs> <laughs> like, make themed cupcakes excited. 
and I read, actually, this was a surprising week for us because we all read. Well, not surprising, but I read Cognitive Surplus with uh, by Clay Shirky because I'm getting ready to write an awesome post about it. And then I was drinking uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade. So mm-hmm. I decided to perpetuate that again. And I have another one, except this one's limeade flavored. Ooh. I like the limeade ones. Those are good. Yeah, they're really good. I don't <laughs> like fruity malt liquors, man. That's all that is. I love fruity malt liquor. Yeah. Because you can drink it fast. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, what I played was um, Heyday Sheffield Dungeon Defenders Super Mario Brothers 2 3DS. Um, but what actually took up the majority of my time is I started playing WoW again with uh, Sam and then a friend of mine who had never played before. So we rolled new characters together. Um, so that's taken up a ridiculous amount of my time. Uh, I was reading and still am reading. Um the uh, Miguel Sickhart's um, Ethics of Video Games, um, a book where he interrogates sort of philosophy and and ethics of video games. Um, and I was drinking a margarita. And what you drinking today? Uh, well, today I'm eating ramen noodles. Uh, <laughs> don't drink them. That would be awkward. That would, that be, would awkward. be awkward. Okay, well... This is Sam, of course, and uh, last week I was playing a lot of interesting stuff. I was playing WoW again. Um, I was playing still Heyday, Dragonvale, Super Mario Brothers 2 for the 3DS, uh, The Simpsons tapped out on the iOS, which I am already tapped out of, um, Song Pop uh, on the iOS, which I suck at, but Alex Lane and Nicole Marie are going to join me and play that so that I will suck less than somebody else. Um <laughs> <laughs> because I've been trying to tire my kid out at night. She's going through this thing where she doesn't want to go to sleep. Um, we've been playing lots of Nickelodeon dance and Once Upon a Monster. So it's funny because on Raptor, I'm like ranked as like expert superstar and higher than everybody else in, uh, that, I, that I'm that i Raptor friends with on Nickelodeon dance because even if they did have kids, they have not played as much as I have lately. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, but I'm going to cheat and tell you what else I've been playing since then. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll save it for next week in case I don't have to, in case I don't get to play anything before next week. <laughs> <laughs> Which is somewhat plausible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because things might get a little busy. Uh, but let me just tell you guys something funny about WoW. Um, I had was playing WoW and had left my machine on. And P came in my office because I was playing in my office. Cause she had, she was taking a nap, thank God. And she woke up and she came in and she was looking, it had gone back to the login screen. Um, and she's like, Oh, that kind of scares me. And I said, Oh, well, it's not scary, honey. And, um, so I showed her the pandas intro. She's like, it's Kung Fu Panda. And I was like, yes, yes pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> so it really, it really looks like it. Though. It looks exactly it like Kung Fu Panda. The, the, the orc at the beginning of the, of the cinematic kind of scared her. Um, but the panda she thought was Kung Fu Panda. So that just made everything okay. So now she's, she's really anxious for, uh, Miss Pandaria as well, because she wants to see Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> well, that's good. Did you young. see, they're also making, um, I wonder if I can find it again, but they're, they have, um, hoodies that make you look like a panda for Miss of Pandaria. Oh. And I want one so badly. <laughs> Well, she's got she's got a bear hoodie already. 
It's, it's oh, hers, is a little, hers is a little brown bear, though, but she's got a bear hood. Does it have little ears? It has little ears and everything. It's got a full oh, face gosh. on the hood, so you can pull it down, and you got the panda, like the panda face, the eyes and the nose, and the ears right on the hood. It's really cute. That's awesome. I'm just, Oh, I did find it. See, it was on Kotaku. It's so cute. It has the little panda ears, and it's it's adorable. I want one. Now you just have to start playing Mr. Pandaria. I know. Mm-hmm. If I ever have my graduation party and get money from people, <laughs> I'm in- investing, and I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. I'm investing it into a new laptop. So You don't need to put the quotes there. That's investing. That's investment. I, I would have to agree, but I think my family would disagree. Yeah. They don't yeah. have to agree. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, there were a couple of news items that we covered fairly quickly last week. Um, Kojima Productions is hiring for a studio in L.A., and they should definitely, if anybody at Kojima is out there listening, should hire Nicole. Yes, they should. Hire me. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, what else we got for news? I just wanted um, to throw that plug out there. Heck yeah, plug me all you want, because I need it. Mm-hmm. Um and then this was kind of a hot issue for us. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance is canceled in Japan for the 360, even though they're continuing it for the United States and Europe. So that's just so strange because why I don't see the difference between like producing it for if anything, it would be easier to produce it for Japan because they wouldn't have to redub anything because I thought it's all originally in Japanese. Either way, it's strange, but it's canceled for Japan. And then also, Obsidian Entertainment is launched has launched a Kickstarter project to fund their next role-playing game, which is amazing. It's called Project Eternity. And I think by now, it may have already gotten funded. It was um, pretty close. I think they what? made like six hundred or 800000 in the first 24 hours. Yep, they crazy. have 1.5 right now. And they were asking for 1.1. And I think they're going to get a ton more than that. And I think it was so incredibly... I, I don't want to know if I want to say humble or just insane for them to only have asked for 1.1 to make a AAA RPG game. But I'm just really shocked. I'm really excited for it. I just have, like I said before, I just have to decide which which pack I want to get. And I'm going to definitely give some money their way. So check it out. It looks cool. That it does. And then our indie game of the week was? Um, it was 30 Flights of Loving, but I kind of dropped the ball and didn't uh, get to really play into the story So <clears throat> because I had been playing WoW so much. So what I had <laughs> said was uh, that I was going to be replaying it, or rather playing it through um, for, for the next time. Yay, Alex Lane. So that is all. <laughs> along, with the, along with another game, right? Didn't you say you were doing two next time? Uh, I didn't, I don't think, but we don't have the recording for it, so there you go. How would have you agreed to it without actually wanting to have <laughs> It's funny. You know what? I want to throw... Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, that's kind of like Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> exactly. Screenshot, podcast, or didn't happen. <laughs> I want to throw this out there before we move on entirely. At 1.6 million, Obsidian's going to put it out for Mac. So all you Mac Ooh. users oh, need nice. to donate some money. Nice. So. See, and you're going to need a new PC for that. 
I know. I really want to play it. So, I, yeah, I just need one. This is going to happen as soon as I have the money. I'm going to have an Alienware, and I'm going to get the next step up from you two just so I can show you up. <laughs> you know Sam's going to go out the next day and buy one that's slightly I know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, gosh. That would be so funny. Just know that they weigh 600 pounds. That's kind of true. They are the heaviest freaking laptops on the face of the planet. And rightfully so. I mean, they should be heavy. Okay. There's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. Okay, so last uh, last time, our, our, the issue of the week that we talked about was, we talked basically about the uh, the Nintendo announcements. Um, and I complained a lot about the four-month launch window. I don't know why they do that. It irritates the bejesus out of me with their, with their quote-unquote long launch windows. Um, because all that means is they release really crappy games at the beginning. And then if you are an early adopter, you, um, don't have any good games to play at the beginning. Um, and it looks like in that four-month launch window, the first, like 80% of the games that are coming out are games that we've already played on other systems, which I think is really going to hurt them uh, in the end. I mean, because who, how many people are really on a on a system they're already sketchy about? How many people are really going to buy games they've already played on the 360 and the PS3? When, to be perfectly honest, the graphics on the 360 and the PS3 are probably going to be better on, than than they will be on the on the Wii U. Um, you know, that's just me venting because I've gotten burned maybe one time too many by Nintendo. And I also yeah. have said 18 ways to Sunday. I am not buying this system at launch. Why? Because I don't think it's going to make it at 300 and 350 bucks. Um, is They're going to have another price drop and early adopters are going to get screwed yet again. And I don't need another 20 games on virtual console that I already own. <laughs> to make up for the fact that I got screwed on a price drop. Right. Yeah. So I'm pissed about that. Even though I do want to say I'm <laughs> you. I know that is one of the games that is appealing to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a few games that are appealing to me that I would want to play on it. Like the new, um, the new Super Mario's looks really good for it. But at the same time, I don't feel like that's going to push me to spend $300 at all. I mean, like you were saying, before there's really nothing that's going to be like oh i need to get this in the launch window there's absolutely nothing that they've said that i want to get it in the launch window and i'm not like definitely not one of the nintendo fanboys at all but i just don't see i definitely see those people getting burned big time big 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 time right and if, if it's if it was a question of you know a Christmas present for myself, the iPhone five came out and determined what my Christmas present to myself was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not I'm not you know I'm not rolling in dough like that. I can't get an iPhone five and a Wii U. I got a kid. To, I got a kid to spoil at Christmas. <laughs> That's Fair. for sure. That's for sure. But in even then. Um... What we were saying before, too, is one of the craziest things about this launch is that Japan is getting it after the United States, which is just this insane... I've tried to do more research on it to see if there's actually anything that people are talking about um, as far as why that would happen, because it's just crazy. 
It's just, I mean, it, I, I'm sure it blows your guys' minds, too, but it just blows my mind that we're getting it before Japan. Yeah, because uh-huh. it's, what, November 18th in the U.S.? And yeah, December, and December 8th in Japan. And, and we were trying to figure out what the hell's going on in Japan that Metal Gear, Metal Gear got canceled in Japan for the 360. They're getting a Wii a full month, almost a full month later. I mean, and, and, and if you talk about, you know, the um, saturation market, the saturation of the market with DSs in Japan, it was like, it was something crazy, like 80 or 90% of folks that were like 18 to 35 or something crazy like that have DSs in Japan, but they're releasing, they're releasing the Wii U a month later in Japan. It's like, what the hell's going on? Is there something going on with the Japanese market? Is there something going on with the Japanese economy? Are things not selling as well as they want us to think in Japan? Yeah. I, you know, it's it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, all the things that I've all the things that I've read have really not said much. And if they've said anything at all, they, one website was talking about how, um, gosh, I think it was on GameSpot actually. They were talking about how. They taught. They said that the um, the later release date for Japan was them trying to prevent what happened with the 3DSs, which I don't see why that would prevent a loss in sales off the bat. Like I just don't. It doesn't make any sense. There's no logic to that thought process at all to me, and maybe I'm alone in that thought, but it just doesn't seem right. And then. Another site, Kotaku, I was showing Alex Lane earlier, was has been discussing the riots that are going on. It's really in interesting. Japan. I haven't heard about this at all before you sent me that. I haven't either. Yeah. It's crazy. They're, um, Chinese are rioting in Japan and destroying Japanese stores because Japan was gifted some islands by the United States in 1972, it said. And Japan just nationalized these islands. But they're a huge, like, cache of oil, I guess. Like, they get all of their oil from these islands, or a, a majority of it, at least. Mm-hmm. So China is just, like, super angry about it for whatever reason. And they're just, like, rioting nonstop in Japan. And it seems like, if anything, that Chinese police aren't doing anything to stop it. So, but whether or not that's affecting... Nintendo, I'm not sure, but these are at least the only speculations I've even heard of so far. Wow. Mm-hmm. So. So maybe sorry. there's some kind of a political unrest going on that uh, is causing these uh, these issues. Huh. It'll be yeah. interesting to see how this, because like I said, I, I can't see pissing off one of your your biggest your biggest markets. Um, by, you know, releasing in the U.S. before you release there. I mean, and like I said, the 360 kind of made sense because I remember the 360 has never sold really well in Japan. Uh, one, because it doesn't have, they don't have a whole lot of the games that uh, that Japanese that the Japanese folks kind of typically buy, and that's a lot of the RPGs and the rhythm games and uh, the, fo- the games that I think sell best in Japan, um, right. one. Um, and they, you know, they don't make a lot of the dating sims that, that get made for the DS in Japan and just never make it over here. Um, and two, it didn't, it never sold very well because it was so freaking huge. Um, and it was always a question of space. Um, so smaller systems always sold better. Um, so, you know, while 
in my mind, the 360 cancel the cancellation of uh, Metal Gear for the 360 made more sense than than this does. But yeah. so yeah, there's definitely something going on behind the scenes. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how it plays out. Definitely, especially just with their sales alone on the Wii U. I am so interested to see how like Q1 works for them next year because that they said that that's what that they're will be really telling. Yeah, yeah, big time. They said that this is their this is their way to avoid the the start of the year losses that they had when the 3DS came out. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm so curious to see what happens. But. I think we're going to see a lot of. It's the same thing we saw with the Wii. We're going to see a lot of Wii U's on eBay. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah, I bet you're right. And they're not going to sell. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to sell at these overinflated prices because somebody already has one listed on eBay so with a starting price of like 900 bucks. Huh. And that's wow. not going to happen. I mean, I remember, I remember when the 360 came out and the PS3 came out. Yeah, they were selling on eBay for six, seven, eight, nine, a thousand bucks. They weren't. Yep. But that's not going to happen with the Wii U. It didn't happen with the Wii. People tried that shit with the Wii, and they, they did not sell at those inflated prices. And I'm not going to no. sell this time at those inflated prices. I mean, I've been, like, looking on sites to see what people are saying about the Wii U and see who's actually buying these damn pre-orders. And I see people going, oh, yeah, I pre-ordered three, and they're going straight on eBay. For what? Yeah. Yeah, because the, the, because they think that because the deluxe version sold out that people are going to pay the inflated price for it, but I really highly doubt it. I'd buy the I'd buy the regular edition and buy a deluxe later before I paid twice the price of a deluxe. Mhm. Oh, definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, cuz what what the the difference is what 8 gigs to 32 gigs of flash memory on the um, and and then the stands for the controller and the uh, and the console. Yeah, and you get Nintendo Land comes with it, and then also the really only the great the huge value that I only just found this out at our um, store meeting last night is you're getting and I can't remember what it's called. This is horrible. It's like a Nintendo Plus pass or something like that for the eShop. For every amount of points you spend, you actually get points back for a certain amount of time. Uh-huh. And they said that it's going to go throughout Q1, and it may extend into Q2, but they um, it's only for deluxe buyers. And it won't be available to buy outside of that. So if you're a deluxe buyer, you get this, and no one else can have it unless they bought the deluxe. But see, the only problem mm. the only problem with the eShop is is I can't see myself buying stuff from the eShop because they're not pricing things properly. Okay? Mm-hmm. For example, when Super Mario Brothers 2 for the 3DS came out, you could buy you could go out and buy it or you could download it, right? The in the, right. the download it in the eShop. The eShop was downloading it at MSRP. But if you went to Target, you could get it for like 10 bucks less. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that's crazy. So why, you know, I'm not paying 10 bucks is, you know, I'm not paying 10 bucks for the privilege of downloading a DS title at midnight. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. I love how we laugh, but I'm sure there are hundreds of people that did that. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. And they were pissed when they got to Target and found out it was 10 bucks less. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. I mean, so they they've got to do something. I mean, that's the same reason I don't buy full titles on um X, on Xbox 
the for digital download because you know they have the you know the what do they call them the oh god what is what the hell do they call them the games that you know have were really popular and are but are old are like a year or two old now mm-hmm. um they re-released them as greatest hits or whatever yeah and you can get them for like um 29 they used to be 19.99 now most of them are 29.99 if you go to like target or GameStop or I don't know if GameStop sells those, but I know like Target and Walmart and uh, the big box stores do. But they're like twenty nine ninety nine for like the greatest hits or whatever. Once they're like a year old, um, when they first come out, and then they turn around and you can get them for like you can get them on sale for like fifteen or twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, but if you go on Xbox, if you go on Xbox Live to download them digitally, they're still at the, at the thirty dollar price point. Which is insane. Right. Which is, I'm like, why would I pay you 30 bucks for that when I can get in my car? This game is already like a year and a half old, so it's not like I'm missing anything to wait another half an hour. I could drive to Target and get it for like 15 bucks, or I could pay you 30. That's not going to happen. Well, they gotta be making money on it, though, or they wouldn't do it, right? Well, they gotta be making money on it. I mean, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, because there's always some sucker out there that doesn't realize they can do that. And that's what they're always counting on. It's, I mean, because I can't see any other, you know, I can't see any other advantage to doing it. Yeah, what, but people fill are up lazy. your hard drive? You know, not have to pop a disc in? It's not yeah. like this is the old days where you have to change discs in. Well, <laughs> never mind. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> But uh, that's an interesting thing. I mean, because you, you you're gonna you're gonna download it. One, it's gonna take you forever to download a triple A title. And then you know, if you don't have a 250 gig hard drive, or even if you do, that's gonna take up a pretty substantial chunk. Oh, definitely. So what? You're gonna delete it when you're done, and then what if you want to play it again? You gotta spend another day or so downloading the whole damn thing again. Mm-hmm. I think so. And that's the biggest thing too is. A majority of people that come in and buy consoles are not buying the larger hard drives because they see no reason for it. Yep. And then mm-hmm. they, so they go to the store and they buy those for cheaper. So I really don't see how they're making any money on it, but obviously, yeah, they must be because otherwise why would they continue to do it? Maybe that's just like a, a lack of attention on their behalf. <laughs> someone's someone's slipping up somewhere along the line and they're just not paying attention to market price that's crazy somewhere definitely yeah so let's see in our in our recap did we miss anything we talked about last time I don't think so what else did we (laughs) basically I mean aside from our usual banter banter that you will never get back oh my god my dogs are fighting hold on (laughs) <laughs> oh no they're too cute to fight don't let them do that whatever they're like a, we're gonna kill each other yeah <laughs> I think the ASPCA comes after you if you let your dogs fight <laughs> I think that's how that works <laughs> she's like oh yeah. my dogs are fighting <laughs> oh no I don't think we really missed anything. Did you hear those crazy dogs? Yeah. I heard them. God. Sorry about that. They love each other though, right? Oh yeah. Completely. Com- completely. 
Um, let's see. Deals for broadcast gamers. If we're going to call that the end of our recap. Um, all of our deals from last week are already gone by the wayside. Um, the new deal on Steam today is not up yet. Ooh, but uh, the the like oh because they usually do a midweek deal but there is a today's deal the political game the next big thing is 75 percent off and you can get that for seven dollars and 49 cents um and as always there are tons of um you can still pre-order in most places even today um can you still pre-order borderlands 2 at your store yes you can do it up until 10 o'clock at night and you get the Macromancer down DLC for free, right? Macromancer for free. You also get a loot key, a loot chest, and there's guaranteed to be rare items in both of the things that you're going to be opening. Um, and then there's also a weapon set that's actually pretty decent. So I would look it up, but if anything, pre-order the heck out of this game because the bonuses for it are insane. Yeah, and even if even if you're just like some some places are just given the Necromancer and some uh, and weapons or something, the Necromancer because um, the Necromancer will be re the DLC is going to be released in like a month, but it's going to be ten bucks if you don't buy it if you don't get it with the with the uh, with the pre order. Yeah. So yeah, definitely pre order it. Yeah. So if if that's what you're planning on playing, you better grab it. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that comes out tomorrow, the other hot purchase for tomorrow is Connect Sesame Street TV. Woo! Woo! Mm -hmm. Woo! Which I am going to be all over. Because you get to be in your favorite Sesame Street episode with your kid. Well, I think it's a one person. So your kid gets to be and you get to watch. I think it's really cute. Um, so I will probably be picking that up. And then Torchlight 2 is coming out this month as well. And then next mm -hmm. month is the big month. Huge month. It's gonna be awesome. Good. Resident oh. Evil Six to start us off. Resident Evil Six, uh, Assassin's Creed Three, Assassin's mm -hmm. and Creed Liberation. Liberation. Yep. Yep. And then this, right after that, Halo Four. Halo Four. Oh, also this month before the month is out. Wow, Mr. Pandaria. Get oh. to play. Oh yeah. Get to play Boom. Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Revive, revive mm -hmm. your love for Wow. Pandas. I'm gonna have to make a panda. I'm gonna have to make like a panda mage, or maybe the panda monk for P, just so she can run around and play panda. That would be so cute. And never fight anything, so she'll never be, be able so to fun. leave the. She'll never be able to leave the. Uh, the starting area. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's funny. She won't care because they're pandas. She, no, I'm sure she wouldn't. Yeah, it's a panda that she's controlling. <laughs> Gold. So I think that's about it, ladies. I think that was a great recap. Short. Good recap. To the point. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we'll be back next time and we'll actually record the full episode because I won't be such a bonehead. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't think it was boneheadedness that caused this. It was, in in ultimate, my defense, it did program. say it was recording. Yeah. See? So nobody's... <sighs> but we'll never make that mistake again. Nope. Um, so, as always, until uh, next time, you can always contact us. You can email us at nymgamer at gmail.com. You can uh, watch us blog. We've got two new blog posts up in the last couple of days at nymgamer.com. 
You can follow us on Facebook at Not Your Mama's Gamer. You can follow us on Twitter at at NYM Gamer. Um, you can send us voicemail. You can send us regular email. You can even send us video messages. And we will play them, answer them, and post them to the web if need be. Um, with our answers, we look forward to questions. They give us something good. They give us a warm and fuzzy feeling inside. <laughs> In our bellies. In our bellies. <laughs> Much like margaritas. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, there are margaritas in my future. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very near future. Uh, so until next time, uh, stay warm as it's getting cooler. Uh, enjoy the fall. And as always, game on. Game on. Game on.